Hello and welcome everyone to yet another podcast on Close the Loop. This is your host, Daryl, bringing to you yet another show where HR tell us their reflections about employers, employees, and everything in between. So to all those tuning in right now, and especially if you are an HR, uh, there are a couple of questions I want to ask right away. One is, do you feel that your employees are slipping away even after getting your sourcing and your hiring absolutely spot on? Do you also feel that their productivity is not hitting the mark simply because they are not connected to the organization? If yes, then you might want to hang in here a bit because today we are going to be talking about employee engagement and how do you motivate your employees and drive commitment at the workplace. Because during a past podcast and Speaking to all the guests that have come on the show, uh, we do know that the success of any organization mainly relies on its people, where employee engagement tends to take the center stage as it plays a pivotal role in driving innovation and bringing in high levels of ownership. Now, I would like to introduce Lily, who comes with 14 years of experience across the industry segments like oil and gas, pharma, manufacturing, and even automobiles. Lily is currently the HR manager at CRP India. Lily, really excited to have you on the show, especially with somebody coming with such a diverse background. How are you doing today? Yeah, hi. Thanks, Dato. Thanks for the introduction. I'm good. How are you? Great. I'm good. The last time I did an introduction, Lily, I got the uh, experience wrong. So did I get the 14 years correct this yeah. time? <laughs> yes. I did, right? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Just for my curiosity, Lily, how, how did you manage to um, navigate through all these different, uh, you know, industry segments like oil and gas is different, pharma is different, manufacturing is different, right? Um, how has your, your experience been so far? Okay, okay. So I'll just start uh, with my introduction. So I'm Lily, yeah, I'm Lily Punamala. I have got around, as Daryl said, I've got around 14 years of experience into a style HR profession. So basically, I started my journey with Reliance Life Insurance as an HR recruiter. So that's where my HR journey began. So that's where I feel I understood the importance of HR domain and how these people function. So I got really motivated to continue my journey in HR. And talking about my versatility industry experience. So being a recruiter, I have worked for almost all the industries. So currently I'm uh, heading as a manager, corporate HR, uh, HR manager for okay. CRP India. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And um, does, I mean, in your past uh, experience, as, as you went through all these different industries, um, did employee engagement mean the same across or did it have a very different meaning as you as you browse through different uh, industry segments yes yes it 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 is actually changed a lot Darrell, i would say because uh started in the year 2016 okay. and then that time and current scenario wherein the focus for the employee engagement there are a vast difference i mean right. the concept uh the recently what we have introduced to increase the employee engagement in the organization that were not in existence at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So there are, I think we have developed a lot in terms of introducing a lot of nice. Yes. Okay, so you've seen a lot, uh, you've experienced a lot. Yes. Um, that sets the stage for diving straight into our conversation then. <laughs> yes. Right? Okay, awesome. So uh, just for our listeners, um, Lily, mm-hmm. what do you mean by employee engagement and of course this will come through all that experience that you have had so far right so what does it mean for you and for an employee yeah see in in simple terms i would say the employee engagement is 
keeping your employee engaged in the organization it is nowadays that is very difficult or uh, to motivate employee to be in the organization with that level of enthusiasm and passion to work for a company mm-hmm. so today's the uh, generation i would say the employees they feel really uh, uh, you know uh, short lived uh, enthusiasm they have got they feel that you know uh, after certain time or one or two years they feel that they need to change the job okay but in earlier cases we used to we used to see people are working in the same company for 10 years 15 years but in today's case if you see people are switching their job in one or two years that and, means and yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry to come in between uh, right uh, right there um where did you see this switch happening recently is it like a recent trend that you feel that employees are switching their jobs a bit too frequent or uh, when do you think according to you in your journey you felt that the switch started happening Almost been said before the COVID itself it started. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then to the employee engagement is like we it is like unlocking an employee potential, you know, to to give their fullest potential in the succession of organization. Right. They have to give their best unless we give them that opportunity to be engaged in the organization. They will they will not feel motivated to continue in the organization. absolutely absolutely and how does this benefit the organization like why is it so important that we need to engage these employees right we are giving them a platform you are they are getting hired in a great company yes. but why further engagement required because you are paying them a certain um, mm-hmm. salary and they have to do their job so yeah. what's this engagement all about yeah see this engagement is not only related to the perks or benefit in terms of salary it is more what you provide see once you do this employee engagement strategy effectively i would say you you can see the drastic change in the performance there will be improved performance increased job satisfaction and the productive productivity level also will go on a higher side okay and plus the most important i would say the retention because once the employees are engaged you can retain them for a longer period of time in your company understood understood and just uh, just going back to your uh, you know to the role you played in, in your past organizations uh, were these well established companies which are already set up or you were also a part of smaller organizations uh, as you move forward in your journey no i would say i have a variety of experience i started with a big brand like reliance but okay. then i then i moved to a smaller companies like a recruitment firm and then the mid size companies you know so vast experience and in every company in every sector i would say there is a different level of engagement activities are being conducted so it's not same for all the organization absolutely so i was just coming to that point like uh, how do you feel it differs from you know the size of the organization like does employee engagement differ in meaning and if you can give an example maybe of your past experience how does it differ right there yeah, yeah it it differs on the employees uh, you know where uh, they are working in the organization some employees feel happy when when you give the saturday off or the oh. weekends they don't have to work and so always yeah. they expect more from the organization right like they they need work life balance they need the culture also to be good so that they they are they are empowered to make decisions absolutely it depends on the company to company understood understood so are we trying to say that only if there is employee engagement the workforce will be driven and is employee engagement a driving force here 
Yes, absolutely. It is a big yes, I would say. Because unless you have got that, these strategies to keep employee engaged, I think the performance or the growth of the organization will be stagnant. Right. People will not feel anything. They, they will come, they will work and they will go. They don't feel valued or they, they don't feel, you know, to go for it and work something better to grow in the uh, organization. And when they grow, automatically, you know, we can see the organization's grown. Absolutely. So, I didn't notice that you you mentioned strategies uh, at least a couple of times here. Uh, I think it's it's begging to go to that topic of strategies, right? So I, I will get into it right now. So, <laughs> so moving into strategies, um, Lily, um, mm-hmm. who typically owns this? Where does it start? And what is the role of the leadership here in inspiring motivation and you know that and driving them amongst uh, employees? Yeah, I think uh, that uh, rightly you pointed out, it starts with the leader of the organization. Unless the leader recognizes the importance of employee engagement in the in his company or in their organization, it is very difficult to drive this strategy or this uh, program. Mm-hmm. So as a leader, when they feel motivated, they feel that there's a need in the organization, you know, so that people work and they feel valued, then the people will not feel that importance in the organization. So it is very important for a leader to bring to talk about this, uh, you know, very openly and provide the platform for the employees to come forward and engage themselves. Right. And what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean by a leader? Like, who is this? Who is this leader? The term leader attached to? Is it a manager? Is it a... No. Yeah. The leader, I would say, anyone who is working for a project who is responsible for their work. So they are leader in themselves. Got it. So it's not. Uh, Specifically, you know, by word related to the boss or the higher top management or something. It is anybody who's responsible for doing their work. They are the leader in their role. Understood. So then I would like you to I'd like to ask you this is at what point does the HR come into the place in into the picture here? Yeah. HR, I would say in this, they come into the picture right from the beginning of the, you know, hiring of employees. Okay, they are the face of the organization. Right. They initially they speak to candidate. They speak to candidate who becomes an employee of the organization. Mm-hmm. So they start telling, they're giving that information, or they are the initiative taker. I would say for driving this employee engagement. Right, great. They start right from the joining. Okay, and that's where that's where the HR gets involved. There's an onboarding yeah. that takes place, and then the yeah. journey continues for the employee. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and. What do you think apart from that? So once the employee is in the organization, integrated into the system, mm-hmm. then what strategies is typically used to drive employee engagement? Yeah. So when when they join, we give them all the like initial period. I would say the main uh, clarity communication. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Then employees, new joinees or employees are communicated about their roles, their responsibility. Okay. Unless they've been given a clear vision or clear communication about their role, so they will not be able to engage themselves. So it's the clear communication what goes into you know to the employees so that they start performing. Understood. And is is there an example you can give on uh, what do you mean by clear communication about somebody's role? Because mm-hmm. typically, if I'm applying for a job, uh, mm-hmm. I will see the job description and it's mentioned there, right? So, yes. what do you mean this? Why is there a need to communicate the clarity for a role? For them? Yeah. See, unless uh, they know about their uh, role, uh, they have a clarity about their role, they will not be able to perform. Mm-hmm. And if they're not able to perform, they will not be engaged. So, it is all related. It's a link. Okay. Okay. 
it's a, a fun question. Is there a difference yeah. between what's posted on the JD versus you know once they join and they come in and they say, "Oh man, this is completely different." Is there is there a difference there? Just as a, a fun question. Then, JD is given a overall responsibility wherein the employee is supposed to work. Obviously, right. you can't put everything in the JD. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's that. Yeah. Uh, fine. So we we talked about communication, right? Communication yes. is pretty uh, important. Uh, what are the what what are some of the some of the other strategies that we are looking at here? Yeah, strategy. Let's say once they join, then the development and the growth opportunity. See, the employee when they join, they have a clear idea where they will be, how the mm-hmm. development will be in the organization. Right. So once they know that yes, this is the development path for me, they will strive to go to that level or to achieve that growth. Correct. Okay, so you mentioned development. Yes. Right. Um, that also bring in a certain level of um, where we empower their employees a bit, right? Yes. yes. So, what is the importance of empowering employees? Mm-hmm. And and that could be even by delegating authority and even you know yes uh, promoting autonomy. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what is the importance of you know giving them that platform there? Yeah. The, the importance of you know empowering employee it fosters a sense of ownership and accountability among employees so they know that they can take this decision and they think about that and then they know that by giving this uh, I have got this control I can achieve something so they are not bound by you know to the for the decision maker to come and give that authority right so, yeah so I can give one example here uh, about my boss so he always tells Inili, you can take the decision. Once or ti- twice you will fail, but then next time it will be a learning for you. So that's how he also empowers me to take decisions. You know. Absolutely, but then I I do have a question there, a, a mm-hmm. follow up question. Does the experience that you hold mm-hmm. play an important role for your boss to give you that decision making yes. authority? Yes. Right? Maybe for a junior that might be slightly difficult. Right? Yes, yes, yes. But it it uh, it depends. It it varies on what uh, you know on what capacity you're giving that authority. Got it. Yeah. So that's some levels. Uh, you will identify those levels, and yes. based on those levels, or certain yes. there will be a little, there will be a there will be empowerment, but yes. the degree of it will matter. At will matter. Level. Yeah, based on the role what they're performing. Okay, and and you're saying that this will directly make them involved, uh, make them owners, and simply not just be employees who sit there nine to six, yeah. spending their time, but much more aligned. Uh, yeah, and also they will be connected to the decisions on the project wherein they're involved. Right, right. And then if you're connected to the project, does that mean that you're also then aligned to the overall business goals and and, and yes. the vision of the business? Yes, because the direct link. So once we have an organization goal, so that, you know, uh, we bring down to the levels. Right. Each and every employee, when they uh, take part, when they achieve their role, so automatically it goes to the organization. So we achieve that goal of the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understood, understood. So this then, this brings in a certain level of commitment at the workplace. Yeah, right. exactly, yeah. And to drive this even further, how do you build trust and create a safe environment for employees to work out of? Right. It's very important to show your team that you trust and you you know that they will perform. Unless you give them that assurance, they will they will lack that uh, you know uh, that in the I would say that trust. They will they will always feel that my boss will doubt about my performance. So once you right. show them that trust, they will perform better. And can you give some examples of like how? 
is this trust shown and because trust is very difficult to uh, build right and to sustain it is a, is a, even a bigger job yes uh, i think see, to build that trust uh, it is it is very important for a manager or to a leader to know your team member personally absolutely you know their strength you know their weakness so when they work for you you need to understand their you know uh, as a person what capabilities they are carrying out right i think that that will give you more confidence on a professional side as well understood understood so this brings in a certain level of uh, what do you say transparency it brings in a certain level of uh, communication because if you're saying that a manager needs to know as a reportee or an employee mm. they need to be spending a lot of time together yeah. right which yeah. means constant communication doing their one to ones uh, different channels of communicating right yeah. so can you can you share some examples of how one can promote that level of transparency open communication and collaboration in the workspace yeah uh, see now we're in 2023 so like earlier days uh, the transparency and open communication were not given that importance but today it is critical because unless you you have uh, the open communication you cannot create a healthy workplace mm-hmm. so it is utmost important you know to to have that conversation with your team or to build that trust among your employees right and they they feel motivated they feel engaged when you show that trust or when you uh, make them accountability for their work so they will automatically uh, you know in that uh, will be uh, into uh, enthusiasm and then they show that potential absolutely absolutely so does this mean that the organizational culture plays a important role in dropping this down the order and ensuring that this trickles down like as you said it, it has to come from the leader Right. Yes, yes, yes. So, does it mean that the organization's culture has to be intact for all of this to work out? Yes, yes, hundred percent. You know, uh, as the famous quote by uh, Mr. Narayan Murthy that our asset walk out of the door each evening. We have to make sure that they come back next morning. Mm-hmm. So, this is a very famous quote. You know, I really like this quote by Narayan Murthy, which right. proves that you know the role of organization culture makes different in everyday work life for the employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice one. Uh, you know, that that's a great example that you that you brought in there, and um, you know, I I want to also like go to the point where because I I worked with multiple organizations, uh, also having a slight diverse uh, background across industries, but what I sometimes felt was you know while I was working with this, employee engagement was not given a high. Uh, mm-hmm high preference right but there were some elements of employee engagements in here and there mm-hmm. um, one of them was like rewards and recognition right yes, yes. Uh, although the culture was missing that mm-hmm. small insert of rewards and rec- recognition plays a big role that boosted an employee morale i would say they were looking forward to get that reward and recognition in front of the peer group correct right but um, even if something like that so small brings in a big change right so is it required that you need a holistic employee engagement program to make this happen or even something so small can make a such a big difference yeah correct the uh, simple uh, pat on the back you would say that yeah well done you did a good job yeah. also makes a lot of difference you know you don't need to give them a big award cash or something yeah. a small uh, appreciation in front of everyone it will also make a great difference absolutely and i i guess this is what was being followed earlier and then things yes. change later where the complexity uh, increased and the need for creating a 
a larger set of uh, strategies to make sure that the employee engagement goes pretty well. Yeah. And that's where we are at today, right? Yeah, correct, correct. That's where the shift happened. Great, great. So, uh, you know, we've taken a few examples. We've taken a few uh, cases where you've given uh, you've given a quote, you've given a few examples. But I would like to talk about some case studies right here. You know, uh, maybe if you can bring in on some real-life examples of organizations that have successfully okay. implemented engagement strategies. For example, I was just reading the other day and um, uh, Elon Musk uh, for Tesla. Mm. Something very simple. They have a production line, right? Mm. They, they make cars and everything else. So what he communicated within his uh, organization is if somebody is injured mm. during that production process, he needs to be informed directly. He needs to be a part of this. Like even on the shop floor, on the factory floor, mm-hmm. he was completely aligned because that information went directly to him and he, he came back with changes and fixes. Oh, okay. But something so small yes. does play a big role. It, it, it brings in a sense of confidence, even with the blue collar posts, mm-hmm. you know, the factory work post that, mm-hmm. hey, somebody at the top is listening. Somebody at the top is paying attention to what's happening. Yes. So what are, your, some, uh, what are your examples of, uh, you know, best practices Implemented yeah. by the my yeah. organization. So I think recently, a lot of uh, big MNCs, IT companies, they have they have developed a lot of uh, in, uh, new initiatives towards employee engagement strategies. I would say, like earlier, we used to there was there was famous that maternity leave benefit were only for the COVID employees. Right. Nowadays, the one of the very uh, big MNC companies they've started for the uh, parental leave. Yes. Yes. I think that that was a good decision because you know the, the uh, you you touch that touch point uh, for the employees. You know they they need to be with the family. So when you connect employee with their family, they feel value. They feel mm-hmm. oh my company is looking after my family. Are about right. So that's when you create a difference. And also, uh, you know, uh, providing uh, ex- extended maternity uh, maternity leave for the female employees. Right. Normally, the companies goes after as per the law is twenty six weeks or something. But right. then, when you overtake that, and then over and above, you provide something that creates a difference. And then, uh, recently, we have heard about this flexible working hours, hybrid working culture, which was yes. years. So these these are, these are the recent culture. You know, we 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 get to hear that we are working on a hybrid mode. So yes, they 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 balance their you know work life balance also is given utmost importance nowadays. Interesting. I would like to catch you on uh, work-life balance. Uh, yeah. What 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 creates a great work-life balance? We've we've done a we've done a podcast on this, but I would like just like to pick your brains on maybe this one answer. Like, how does the work-life balance fit in this entire scheme of things? I would say it's a key driver. You know, it's a key factor of employee engagement because nowadays everyone wants to balance their life with the work culture. Right. It reduces the stress, it increases job satisfaction. Because when the employee is happy in his personal life, he you know, he concentrates more on the professional life also. Absolutely. When he's not able to uh, balance between his personal life, then definitely you will see the changes in his productivity. He'll always be, you know, unhappy or the, the you no know, uh, under stress. So that creates a lot of difference. Absolutely. And do you think this is like a very industry specific? Because let's say if your if your organization is just operating for a specific purpose, which just requires you to be from there from nine to six and nothing more than that, mm-hmm. then that automatically sets in the stage right, right there for a great work-life great balance. Work-life balance. Yes. Correct. Right. Yes. So it does the industry that you're in does play a role in terms of how this shapes up on your work-life balance front as well. 
yeah yeah definitely we also we also follow and we also greatly emphasize on the work life balance we also promote uh, we tell our employees that if it is required you have to work on saturdays or you have to be with your family right right but then uh, on the contrary yes we uh, like when you are on a project you have to be on the project so you have to complete that right absolutely absolutely what about uh, you know we've not touched upon feedback and you know uh, giving their giving them a clear line of communication in terms of what's not and and it's a two way feedback right any yeah. any case studies or any best practices on feedback that can give you yeah uh, it's it's very important to have a open communication i think i just uh, no uh, that's that point the open communication between the leader and the team member is very important so that they know where they stand where they need to improve right. and that will give them a motivation to to buckle up or something you know to come forward and achieve you know where they're lacking so the open communication it is also a very important factor here absolutely absolutely okay so lily as a person coming in from uh, you know 14 years of experience across the industry different industry verticals what practical tips would you like to give to hr professionals let it be the ones just starting up their career or the ones right in between their career and maybe they've not seen this or they've not been able to implement or given the opportunity to implement a great employee engagement program yes. so uh, what would be your tips uh, you know to ev- everyone listening out here yeah so i would say the employee engagement level can vary significantly from company to company so if i have told some uh, points wherein these are the factors or these are the strategies not everybody can implement the same but depending on your organization and uh, you know depending on the culture what you have we can definitely implement this and i would recommend that i strongly recommend that yes every organization should you know try to implement at least some of the engagement uh, strategy so that they can retain their best of talents great so i have a twist question for you a twisty question yeah. for you <laughs> what if there's a employee or a, or just a normal person listening yeah. to this podcast what would yeah. you suggest uh, the employee you know who in terms of employee engagement what should they expect out of this as an employee Yeah. Yeah, as an employee the same thing what I told they need a clear communication on their roles they need work life balance they need that growth uh, career mapping uh, career growth they need to know the uh, the feedback they need to get the real feedback and frequent feedback i would say not it's yes not as the year end appraisal feedback and i would say the opportunity the delegation and authority that empowerment should be given to them yes and uh, how how frequent do you think that feedback should be like uh, can you give some more uh, more insights on that uh, see it depends like uh, mostly i would i would say quarterly half yearly uh, that because it's it's the three months okay yeah you're working for a project and i would say it's uh, it based on the project to project it's it's always a lesson learned on the project that how you done the project so what are the learning out of that project so if it is related to project audience quarterly Great, great. So, Lily, I think we've covered uh, best practices. We've covered strategies. Uh, we are also like slightly running out of time. We can definitely take this further, and I can ask you a lot of questions. I know you can give me more answers than what I ask, but uh, you know we have to call this off here, and um, you know we can safely conclude with ease that okay. employee engagement is quite an important piece in the puzzle when it comes to organization's growth. Everyone who joins a company completely motivated. is okay. at, at first and they're driven right yes. but if we continue to nurture them in the right manner right. the employee would eventually be connected to the larger vision exactly. and just not completing their time and putting in hours right. right that would in turn create a meaningful yes. uh, innovative 
and a thriving workplace rather than just a transactional workforce, which nobody wants nowadays. Nobody wants. Correct. Correct. Um, and to all the listeners, if you like what we covered, think of, think about how you would go out there and bring in that change or demand that change based on whoever is listening. If it's a <laughs> HR or an employee, right? But, uh, this is imp- this is important. Um, uh, views coming in from Lily and uh, great uh, insights coming in on employee engagement. We would love to hear back from you by posting your comments or uh, questions. We would love to hear them back. But before we close, uh, Lily, any final comments that you would like to give our viewers? I know you've already given us a lot, but I'm, just, I'm being a bit greedy here and, you know, trying to extract everything out of you. <laughs> so I would say, uh, you see this employee engagement, we can, as you mentioned, you know, we can talk a lot about this because yeah. there are a lot of things involved where we, we can, you know, motivate employees so that they are committed, they are, they are up uh, no, connected to the organization. So what I would say that, yes, the world is changing. And as an HR professional, we are also coming up with a lot of new strategies to keep our employees motivated. So be with the company where you're working, stay motivated and stay inspired. Awesome. Awesome. That was great. Uh, that was great, Lali. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in once again. And um, if you'd like to get access to all our podcasts, please click on the link. Uh, you know, it will take you to our Spotify channel with uninterrupted access. Typically, if you have the paid account for Spotify, others you'll get ads. <laughs> yeah, that's where we all are. All our podcasts out there, uh, you know, open to everyone to hear it. And please give us feedback. And even if you want to let us know what you want to hear next, let us know and we will bring that to you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Lily, so much for uh, giving us your time here today and uh, lovely insights coming in from you. Thank you. Thank you, Daryl, for having me here. Thank you. Yeah.